This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for joining me as always. I hope you had a good start to the week. You've reached its middle. We say that Wednesday is the middle because as if we don't even, you know, consider the fact that the weekend even counts towards anything. So it feels like the third day. Is that the middle? Well, it's a kind of halfway through the third day. I guess, can be the middle, but uh, certainly in the middle of the weekday week and uh, just a couple more days and we can hit the weekend. Lots of exciting stuff going on, of course, with the World Cup beginning. Uh, And of course, Qatar will start that tournament on Sunday. England play their first game on Monday, an opportunity to watch some of the Arsenal players that are involved in the tournament. So I'll be bringing you reports of, of course, their performances and how they've been getting on in the world of the World Cup. Uh, We've got plenty of Arsenal news outside of the World Cup to talk about as well, including transfer news and potential stadium renovations as well. But good morning to everyone that's joining us live in the chat box today. Blackshine, Stephen, uh, we've got James, we've got Olu, we've got Louis, we've got Bradley, we've got Vlad and Matt G and Stevie and Nav. Good morning to Red Star, good morning to Jose and Dave and Harvey and Christopher. Good morning to Yomi, good morning to Temi and Josh and Amira. Hope you had a fantastic week so far and everybody else, of course, in the chat too. And those watching on playback and listening on audio-only platforms as well, thank you so much for continuing to make this a part of your morning routines. It is massively appreciated. Uh, There is a brand new prize to get involved with. Link in the description. You can win a signed Thierry Henry shirt that has been framed. Not only that, but if you get involved in the potential 299 tickets available, there are as many as 10 chances to win some instant prizes. You can win a Dennis Bergkamp signed and framed Arsenal shirt, a Freddie Jungberg signed framed in Arsenal shirt, a 2022-23 Arsenal home away or third shirt, Remember, away kits, they are very difficult to get hold of these days. Uh, a Patrick Vieira signed and framed Arsenal shirt, an Arsene Wenger signed and framed Arsenal montage, and a few uh, football prizes credit uh, opportunities as well, so you can get involved in other competitions further on down the line. Um, but yes, yeah, a great prize. 
get involved link down below i mean it's only been up for a day or so and already 106 tickets have been sold uh, the early bird price is still available according to the website so if you want to get in with the 396 price tag go in while you can uh let's move forward Arsenal are due to play in the Dubai Cup over the dates of 8th to the 16th of December, in which they will play against Lyon and AC Milan. Liverpool are also involved in the tournament, but Arsenal will not play it. Every game is worth three points for a win, two points for a draw, and then there will be an additional point available for the winner of a penalty shootout that will take place after every single match, no matter what the score is. Uh, So if you're a fan of penalty shootouts, you're going to love this tournament because they are at the end of every game with another available point uh, up for grabs. So you could draw the game, get two points, win the penalty shootout and get that. You could lose the game and get no points, but then nick a point off your opponent. I suppose nick a point in in a case of of taking a point from the penalty shootout. So there's points up for grabs like crazy in this tournament, but Arsenal, Liverpool, Milan and Lyon will take part. Arsenal will be without the majority of their World Cup participants, although there could be some returning via this stage. Uh, I did an article over on FL talking about the earliest return dates and uh, some of the games could indeed be available to those players if they do indeed choose to Uh, come back slightly earlier or if they do fulfill their 10-day break commitment they can also come back at a slightly earlier stage as well and get involved with some of the later games in the tournament uh the emirates artwork info and a big credit to prath guna on the arsenal reddit uh for this amazing uh, concoction of what i think is absolutely a worthy uh image that could go around the stadium for those listening on audio platforms if you remember back to the amazon documentary of arteta drawing the big heart and a big brain uh images uh, i imagine those on the outside of the emirates but uh yeah the opportunity is has been kind of sent out if you like to the emirates uh to the to the a lot of people that have been discussed with so uh, there was a, a post on the arsenal website that said since april we've enjoyed extensive consultations with a broad and diverse range of supporters on the new artwork that will adorn the emirates exterior we start with a blank piece of paper and the sole intention of working with our community to create art that would express what arsenal means in 2023 with the commitment support and input of the arsenal family we're now very close to finalizing the eight pieces of art that will Uh, that are true to who we are what we are and who we represent as a club and we're excited to launch the new artwork in January and many supporters may have noticed that as the World Cup brings a break in our men's fixtures we've already started to remove the existing art while this means the stadium will be bare for a few weeks we hope that you'll agree it will be worth the wait we look forward to sharing more details soon so we don't know exactly uh, what is going to be going on the outside of the stadium yet although I'm a big fan of the current artwork you can see on your screens right now um, um, but uh, it'll be interesting. So by January. So there may be a couple of games or a few games, in fact, that are uh, played at the Emirates without the renovations completed yet on the outside. Uh, Lucas Torreira has been speaking uh, and talked about uh, talked to ESPN about why he chose to leave Arsenal for Galatasaray specifically. He says, I chose Turkey because I had to play with consistency to go to the World Cup. The project convinced me for a player like me it is very important to play consistently. In the summer, there was a lot of uncertainty and anxiety and I had many options. I wanted to stay in Italy after my great season at Fiorentina, but as we all know in football, everything can change at any time. So he didn't particularly get his... Uh, his dream of continuing to play in Italy. If you remember, he actually came and he came to the US 
And I think was on the bench for one of the preseason games, actually. He didn't come off the bench, but was on the bench for one of the preseason games. Was very determined to leave Arsenal. Did not want to stay there. His loss, um, I think that unfortunately he acted rather um, immaturely. Uh, I think being blunt about the situation, I think he was quite immature around the whole situation about his exit from Arsenal. And despite Arteta calling him back to train with the team, uh, uh, he may have even been an asset, of course, with us losing Thomas Partey for a period, with us losing Elneny for a longer period. I think he would have got regular minutes, to be fair, at Arsenal still. But he didn't know that, of course, at the time. Uh, Arthur Okonkwo uh, has been on uh, impressing on loan at Crew Alexandria this season. Uh, the interim manager, Lee Bell, who has talked about uh, the Arsenal on loan goalkeeper on the Crew website, has said that Arthur is a real learner and that's the biggest compliment I can give him. He's willing to learn. He's been willing to take himself out of his comfort zone by taking possibly the toughest loan he could have done away from his family and friends. He's been a real asset and long may that continue because he's a learner. It means he will only get better. Uh, he's been doing really well on loan with, uh, with Crew Alexandria and we'll bring you an update on his progress when we do our loan report uh, in the next couple of weeks. So I look forward to bringing you more information around that. Shakhtar uh, Donetsk have continued to reiterate that they value uh, Mikhailo Mudrik, according to The Athletic, at that 100 million euro price tag. So if anyone wants to come in and take Mudrik away from the Ukrainian side, they're going to have to pay a hell of a lot of money to get hold of the player. Uh, it is a frustration, I think, for Arsenal that he might cost this much if they want to get hold of him. It may end up putting Arsenal off any potential deal. That said, we have always heard of stories of clubs asking for ridiculous figures for their players. And in the end, they end up moving for significantly less than that. So don't believe that this uh, this kind of reiteration from Shakhtar that they want 100 million euros will mean that he will move for that much. I think Arsenal should be able to negotiate the price down if they are indeed successful and make it a structured deal with potential bonuses that see it, you know, in the end be significantly less if they can get this deal done. We all read through the information of his interview yesterday uh, with Vladis Ladan um, and uh, <laughs> we all know that he was talking very openly about possible move to Arsenal. I think that this is one that still has a fairly good chance of happening. I think Arsenal very much want the player. I think the player very much wants the move. And I think that Arsenal will be able to negotiate a deal down if they can successfully do so in January and are willing to pay still a significant fee. Because he's going to cost you around, what, 50 to 60, I reckon, in the end. So let's wait and see. Now, Santi Cazorla has been speaking and talked specifically about his want and desire to play uh, for, for longer, but also to potentially come back to Arsenal. He says, my dream was to play more and more years for Arsenal. Of course, I would like to come back. I have to wait if the club thinks about me, if I can help in something as a coach or as a sporting director. When I have the idea to retire, I will speak with Mikel. First thing to note about that, he's not yet done and yet believes that Mikel will, of course, be at Arsenal for the long term. So slight hint about Arteta's long-term future with Arsenal. I'd love to see Santi Cazorla come back to the club. I think it would be an amazing thing to see him back and involved because he never really got to say goodbye to Arsenal, which was, in my view, not right. He is probably my favourite player of the Emirates era uh, of Arsenal Football Club alongside Thomas Rosicki. He just never was able to say goodbye properly and is one of what I believe to be the modern legends of, of Arsenal Football Club. So it's a real shame that that never happened. Fingers crossed he can come back in some capacity later on when he does indeed retire. But he's still going very much strongly 
where he's playing and uh, we wish him the best until he decides to indeed hang up his boots because he played fantastic for Villarreal, still got into the Spain squad after he left Arsenal as well and then obviously went off to the Middle East to play under Xavi uh, previously, of course, too. So we wish him the best and hopefully Santi can come back to Arsenal at some stage in the future. Our headline story of the day is that Barca are reportedly keeping a bit of an eye on uh, Charlie Patino. Now, I should say, and I always want to caveat this when we talk about any source uh, that comes from Italy, that this is being reported by Calcio Mercato, who, of course, we know to be very much, if, if you can imagine a grain of salt, times that by, I don't know, what's a fair number, 7 billion and that's the amount of salt that you probably need to take as a grain uh, with this piece of news when it comes from Italy. Um, so Barca, we do know that there is a, a historical link with, with Barcelona having an interest in Charlie Patino. I am not concerned in any way, shape or form about this link, about this news story that has come out. I think Arsenal know how much they value Charlie Patino. He's got a significant option on his contract to extend by an additional two years, but I think they will look to extend it further anyway. He is in Mikel Arteta's plans. Very few youth players get selected for senior games, and he is one of the few that did. And you remember that Carabao Cup game last season uh, in which he scored against, I want to say Wimbledon or Sunderland. I think it was one of the two. I think we played both of them uh, off the top of my head. It's one of the two. And uh, yeah, so Charlie Patino, I wouldn't be worried in the slightest about any kind of fear of him moving on between now and, uh, well, in the near future. Uh, but I am not worried as well, of course, about my security online because I use NordVPN, which can provide you safety and security whilst you are indeed surfing the net. Uh, it keeps those pesky little trackers away from you and anyone looking at what you are perhaps doing whilst you are online. And with our sponsorship uh, agreement with NordVPN, you can get yourselves a massive discount off the service as well as four months free as well. Uh, 30-day money-back guarantee on top of that if you aren't happy with the service. But it's a great opportunity to get yourselves into something that uh, if you are indeed going abroad in the near future and you are worried about your typical broadcasting apps not particularly working, it's really good for that service because, as I say, you can change your geolocation back to the UK or back to wherever a country you have originated from and uh, where your typical broadcasting apps work. And, uh, of course, you can then watch to your heart's content. Always make sure you check the details, though, in the description of whether or not it will be available in the country that you are going to be using it in. Uh, so always do check the finer details. Uh, link in the description, but nordvpn.com slash guna if you want to get involved. Let's move to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Okay, um, let's get into part two. First things first, though, uh, today is the day of the Football Content Awards uh, in Manchester. Uh, we, of course, are going to be travelling up to Manchester a little bit very shortly, so I'm only going to be doing these questions for around uh, five to ten minutes. So I'm going to be tackling a few quick ones today uh, because I'm going to be heading up to Manchester. Looking forward to meeting up with uh, a very familiar crew of people, FK from Latte Firm, Clive from the Arsenal Vision podcast, Lee Judges, Kev Campbell, uh, and the like, it's going to be a great day, great evening. Um, I'm not expecting anything. I'll be very honest, as I've said before, I'm not expecting to even go as high as we did last year and get third place because, you know, there is some amazing content creators in our category. It's far, far, far more competitive than it was last year. Um, the people that won it last year, City Extra involved there, backing it this year. Uh, you've got Babs, of course, who is a fantastic Arsenal content creator as well. Um, so Arsenal are split <laughs> across us two. Uh, you've got some other excellent, um, you know, creators involved in in what is a very broad uh, category. And but I really, really, hopefully, some of us on our table uh, can take away some uh, some position in the awards tonight. Uh, Lee Judges and FK are going up against one another in the best new content creator category. So it'd be great to see one of those two pick up uh, some kind of accolade there. Uh, it'd be great to, of course, see the Arsenal Vision podcast claim the best podcast category as well. Um, but I wish the best of luck to all the Arsenal content creators that are getting involved and have been nominated in tonight's awards. So that should be a lot of fun. I was considering getting out the GoPro and trying to do some filming. I've got it on charge at the moment right here. I was thinking about doing some potential. Oh, this cable's now flying in front of the screen. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about maybe doing some filming, maybe showing you what it's like at the Football Content Awards, if that was something that you'd be interested in, uh, and maybe putting like a little vlog together. I have promised to do vlogs in the past. I've started doing them, and I wasn't happy with them, so I never completed them. Um, so I'm not making any promises, but uh, I might put some little bits of video together for the channel for the evening, uh, do a couple of quick interviews with some of the nominees there tonight. That might be quite fun for you guys to see. Uh, so, yeah, let's see what happens. But uh, hopefully uh, we have a really, really good night and I'm looking forward to it. And thank you. A massive thank you to everybody that's helped vote for us and voted for us, specifically in the uh, best club content creator category for the Premier League. That in itself, the fact that we're in there as one of, I think, what, eight nominees is mad. So thank you so much for the continued support on the channel. OK, let's tackle some of these questions. Uh, Matt says, which player would you say is the NordVPN of the footballing world. It has to be Saliba. Can anyone keep you more safe and secure than William Saliba? I don't think I don't think that it can be anyone else, could it? Saliba has to be the answer. Uh, Temi says, should Nketiah go on loan next season? Look how Balogun looks now playing every week. Yes, I am in favour of this. I'd bring Balogun back. I'd loan out Nketiah, give Balogun his chance in the Arsenal first team squad and uh, yeah, absolutely send Nketiah on loan. Uh, Zubi Mendy or Frankie de Jong as a Partey replacement, says THG. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Frankie de Jong uh, as my choice. I'd love to see Arsenal going for a player of that level. I don't see him leaving Barcelona, though. Uh, Yomi says, Tom, do you think that you are in the wrong profession? Uh, you will do great as an ad creator. Mm, no, I quite enjoy what I do. Uh, but I appreciate the kind compliment of going into ads and, and marketing. A couple of people that I went to university with have gone into marketing. So, uh Maybe it's just rubbed off on me somehow. Um, where's the venue, says Dave? The venue is at the McCure Hotel in Manchester tonight. Never been there before, so it should be quite fun. Uh, Vlad says, Tom, do you think more and more teams will sit back with 10 men like Wolves did 
and put us in the same bracket as Man City in the second half of the season. I think there will be teams that decide to sit back, absolutely, um, because they know when you come up against teams like City and Arsenal, they are going to dominate most of possession. And the best way to beat those teams is to sit and hit on the counter. And that's fine. But when you're a side like Arsenal, you know, you've got players that do work quite well in both transition and in domination. And I think that if we sign a player like Mudrik, people are going to ask the questions around whether or not that profile of player can do the business against teams that can sit back. I think he can. I think he has the ability to be able to do it and does it for Shakhtar Donetsk, but we'll have to see if it can transition to Arsenal. Uh, Yomi says, which City players would you take in the summer? We have a habit now, don't we, of nicking Manchester City's players. I mean, maybe they're going to be looking at Arsenal as a step up from Man City in the future. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? To be considered a step up from Manchester City. Um, I mean, I love Rodri. You know, Rodri's a fantastic footballer. I think he's brilliant. You know, Joao Cancelo, of course. But I don't think they're going to be letting them go to their Premier League title rivals, do you, for the foreseeable future? Uh, Teng Wang says, hi, Tom. Would Mudrik be a good signing in January at that 100 million euro figure? The answer to me is no. I don't think he's worth that amount of money. I think you could take that money and spend it better on three players, let alone just one. So, no, I wouldn't be going anywhere near a hundred million price tag 50 to 60 i think is my maximum i don't think i'd go anywhere above that um let's go to amira who says not arsenal related but if bournemouth fulham and forest all stay up this season who would be your favorites at the moment to get relegated uh that's a really good shout if all three of them do i think southampton has to be one uh i think wolves of course has to be another one and who else, I suppose? Leeds are just so chaotic. You never know what's going to happen with them. Um, I suppose Chelsea have got to watch behind themselves. <laughs> no, I'll go with Everton. I'll go with Everton. I'll go with, who else did I say? Uh, Southampton and Wolves would be my favourites to go down. We'll have to wait and see if uh, Julian Lopetegui changes uh, anything to do with Wolves. Uh, Dan says, hi, Tom, can you explain why most players will leave a top club to a smaller club for game time and less money just because they want to play in a World Cup that can be eliminated in the first round? Because the World Cup for a lot of players, especially South American players in particular, is the pinnacle, is the absolute pinnacle of football. And so they will happily leave a club, still be on very decent money elsewhere so that they can play and get into their World Cup squads. It means the most to them. It's personal. It's a personal thing. So... Yeah, I have to wait and see. Tony says, do you mean you're going to get a new... No, I'm I'm not planning on, on getting... Uh, I'm really trying to avoid drinking. It's going to be the soda and limes, I think. Uh, I think Heineken are sponsoring the event. So I think they said something like there's a ridiculous number of bottle, bottles of Heineken on each table tonight. I think I'd rather feel better in the morning and have soda and lime... Uh, soda and limes? <laughs> soda and lime all evening for me. Certainly. Uh, Conrad says, hi, Tom. Do we have any preference in teams and uh, that Arsenal would like to get relegated? Realistically, teams, even though Spurs would be the best. Realistically, who would I like to see relegated? It's a horrible question. Um, you know, I was kind of... I was happy once Sunderland and Stoke went down. I was, I was kind of willing for them to go down in some ways. Um, you know, I would look to teams where we don't typically tend to do well away from home or against. You know, Brighton aren't going to go down, are they? But we have a really bad record against Brighton. Crystal Palace are another team with a bad record. Again, I don't think they're going to go down. Forest, we, you know, we've struggled at times against them as well. So who knows? I, I don't think there's any that really stand out to me. I don't want Forest to go down because I like Forest because I used to live in Nottingham for three years. So I don't really want to see them go down. Um, 
I'd quite like to see them stay up because it gives me another excuse to head up to Nottingham at least once a year. So I don't really want to particularly see them go down. I think that if there's anyone that should, um, there's not loads of teams, you know, down the bottom of the table that I'm not a massive fan of. I, I don't really like Frank Lampard, so I guess Lamp- Everton could go. But, you know, I know a lot of Everton fans. I live near some Everton fans that are all the way down here, down south as well. So I'm not particularly sure I'd, I'd like to see them go down either. It's not the nicest question in the world. Not your fault. It's a fair question. Um, but I'm just not a fan of wishing relegation on too many sides other than the ones that have already gone, like Stoke. Uh, you know, I'm not tired. <laughs> I'm not wishing relegation on anyone. Oh, dear. Funny scenes. Uh, Manu says, when I was watching Balogun at Rons, uh, their midfield was really impressive. And I believe he got an 8 out of 10 by L'Equipe. And if you don't know about L'Equipe, L'Equipe are very, very strict with their ratings. Have you heard about the interception monster Matuisa? Uh, no, I'm not aware of him at all. Um, but uh, I'll add him to the list of players that you guys tell me. Lafie was someone I was told to look at. Have watched him. Very impressive. Uh, certainly one to keep an eye on, that's for sure. Uh, but Balogun, having a great season, of course, we'll bring you more information on him during our loan roundup that will be coming for you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Pop and Orange, says Pedro tonight. You know, I've really got into lime and soda. I'm not going to lie, soda and lime is a really solid... It's really cheap as well. Like, this cost of living crisis. If you want to try and save money, soda and lime, buy some soda water, get some lime cordial... You're buzzing, honestly. Really nice, chilled drink. Um, and you don't you don't have a hangover in the morning. And if you do like a little bit of alcohol with it, you go, you know, vodka soda lime. Easy as that. Easy as that. It's a really good tip for those that just want a refreshing drink and don't particularly want to have the alcohol issues afterwards. Uh, Isoa says, do you think after the Pepe fee, the club was stung by that and are trying to measure twice um, cut one sort of approach? Yeah, I do think that the club will have learned in some ways from that. They won't be wanting to pay close to that figure again unless it's for a player of, you know, the Haaland kind of calibre. I don't think they'll take a risk on a player after one good season to go and spend that amount of money on on a player. I'd be very surprised if they did. Let's wait and see how and how we end up investing in January. It's an intriguing window, as so many I have said before are indeed. But this January window is a great opportunity for Arsenal and I don't think we should be... Uh, naive to try and miss the opportunity. Uh, Akaka says, uh, good morning, Tom. Uh, would you take Gundogan from City in January or does this age affect his recruitment? I wouldn't, you know. His injury record for me is just is just too much. He falls into the Bailey category of players, actually, because I think Bailey would be open to taking Gundogan. Surprise, surprise. Loves an injury-prone player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I wouldn't. I would have done maybe a year ago. But I'm not sure now. Uh, yeah, not for me. Not for me. Teng says a gin and tonic with grapefruit is an excellent one. To be honest, grapefruit gin is is my favourite flavour of gin. So, yeah, absolutely agree with you. Uh, Mark says, I'd love to hear your thoughts on midfielders. Who do you prefer? Tillemans or Danilo? For me, it's Danilo. And I was also a fan of Sangara. Yeah, I would lean towards Danilo because I think he can cover Thomas Partey, who I think is a greater concern in terms of his potential absence through injury. I think we need to make sure we've got someone who can play there more competitively. And so for me, Danilo is the one over Tielemans. But I would be happy to sign both. And I think Arsenal have a potential to sign both. So let's see. Uh, Jonathan says, have you heard about uh, Kieto Nakamura from Lask in Austria? Uh, he's been an impressive form this season and could be proved to be a bit of a hidden gem in the attacker's market. I love this. I say it almost every week that, you know, ever since I've started working on Arsenal specifically and my job now being fully Arsenal, that my 
my uh, my sights are very much more restricted. So <laughs> I love when you guys throw names at me and I'm just like, what? Like, I remember when I was playing FIFA properly, I worked a fair couple of years ago now, you know, that really opened me up to a lot more players. Maybe that's the benefit of playing FIFA. Uh, the, the, the only few benefits of FIFA that there are is that you get a much better understanding of the players that are there. Uh, I did say it was going to be a shorter show uh, today, and I have to make doing that promise because, as I say, I've got to go uh, up to Manchester very shortly. Uh, have a fantastic day, people. I will be with you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. live from Manchester. I am taking all of my equipment with me so that I can do the podcast in the morning from my hotel room. Wi-Fi dependent, of course. But uh, yes, I will join you after uh, the evening's uh, events. Uh, I might be able to put together a, a video of what happens in the evening to as much as I can. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, hopefully. Um, yeah, hopefully some fun stuff happens this evening. It'd be great if it did. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. I will see you tomorrow. Go watch our phone-in show from yesterday. We had a great uh, load of guests on the show. Just jump on. Uh, if you haven't yet, listen back to that. Uh, that is available for you on the last upload on the channel. Should be in the up uh, in the live section of the on the uh, channel, so you can go and watch it there. Um, but thank you, everybody. I'll see you again very very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the ninety plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.